Okay, on today's episode, we're going to talk about food that looks nasty, but actually is good. And are we really the new adults? What's the new Thanksgiving going to look like? And boy, Kiki Palmer's situation got everybody ducking for cover. Her, her mama, her ex-husband, and even Usher Raymond. And Diddy is being sued by Cassie. Yvonne Orji, 39, virgin. Could you, could you not? And some people have lists that they need to stick by. I'll come up to you. Preachers at the church like to say, we ain't gonna take long, but we're gonna take our time. We'll talk about all the TV, movies, and music that define our everyday blackness. Welcome to the Black Card Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This your boy, Bird. I'm April D. And I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Card Podcast, episode 95. Yes, I sure checked. This time. Sure this time. I, you know what? Went on the road last weekend. Mm-hmm. One of the very few times that I listened to our podcast over from beginning to end. We got a good podcast, man. Oh, really? We got a good pod. Okay. Had a little audience in the, in the vehicle with me. that They were like talking back to the, to the, to the speaker <laughs> and shit. I said, oh, shit. Look, I said, oh, we're going to get there. Relax. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're going to cover that. Like, huh. Huh. Drying with like a little pride. Like, Mm-mm. I'd be in that car sleep. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen it. So. <laughs> You're not wrong. Man, let me tell you. So last week I was talking about getting a treadmill, right? Right. What happened with that? So I've been, I still was searching mm-hmm. and I got down and I was like, okay, I think I found the one. It's about a thousand dollars. Okay. Solid, solid. But then shipping 200 and then assembly 3,500. Now mind you. Wait, what? Not 3,500. Lord, 350. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. this I was like, why are you so surprised? <laughs> so like it gets upwards to like 16, $1,600 or so. We still, okay. It's a treadmill. But then I was like. How many months is it going to take before this actually pays off? And mm-hmm. my gym membership at 24E is like $25, right? Right. So divide that by 20. It's going to take, if you divide that by 25, it's going to take 64 months before having a treadmill actually pays off. Now divide that by 12. Yeah, I know. Five, five and a third year. <laughs> this crazy. Yeah, so then I was like, girl, if you don't just get up and go to the gym, like, <laughs> right. I was even trying to say, okay, gas. It was like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. So but- I think, I'm, I'm not against it. It could be like a, a splurge, but right now, I'm kind of, because that's, that's just the, the treadmill. We're not talking about the, the rubber stuff to go on the floor. We're not talking. I got those. You can have those. Oh, Okay. Damn, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if you was keeping that as an excuse. but <laughs> It was. Bad. I was like, I got to do that too. <laughs> I, I said, I, I got them and they're already put together. And I can literally just pick it up out the floor, bring it to you. Because in my garage and I don't, it's really in the way. So I've been trying to get rid of it. But uh, my bad. My bad. Well, dang, bird. See, now well, y'all look, back on the fence again. Hey, look, so, but what about this though? It's, it's for, you, you added in delivery in there, right? Yeah. Can you not find one locally? Yeah, but okay. Also, I don't want to put the burden on somebody having to put it together. 
I no. Why do you have to put it together? Why don't you buy one that's already put together? And you just gotta pick it up and put it. Cause if if it's new, it's not put together. But why does it have to be new? Because I don't know. I have this thing. Why does it can be like new? It's just it's new to you. It can be like new, but you just never know what somebody did. Like you know how when cars be flooded in in Houston and then they go Mm -hmm. put them on the on the Mm -hmm. you just don't know they look new. I bought them before. Okay. I don't know, Bird. I just I wanted a new treadmill. I wanted one that no one had That's walked. Fine. I wanted That's to fine. walk on the That's moon. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just. But that, I do. I do. I know. I'm I don't just making it worthwhile. <laughs> well, perfect. When I find a like new one, I'm gonna call you because I clearly ain't gonna fit in my car. Because I'm pretty sure, like you can probably you can probably find. Have you looked like locally, like uh, at the stores? Because. I remember they used to be in some sort of, like, I don't know, like Dick's Sporting Goods, maybe. Oh, yeah, they have them at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. It, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can buy it from there. Yeah, but it probably comes in a box. Uh, I'm trying to think. But like they have the ones on the floor, but probably when you buy a new one. Now, let, me, let, me, let me tell you a bird thing. A bird thing. This is a me thing. You going to buy the one off the floor? Absolutely. I would too, but then they. they you buy It's cheaper on the floor. A floor model is cheaper. A display. Yeah, but, cheaper. but then they're probably gonna be like, "Oh, we're not selling this one." No, they one hundred percent do. Okay, I'm gonna go ask. I'm about to play shit all the time, like, cause really, it's like I um, th- this is just a, how I kind of haggle the price. Uh, if there's um, I I will look at the display, and I will hope that they don't have any in stock, because then I'm like, all right, how much for the display? I like, but you know, you can't charge me the same thing for a display as you will, you know, the actual retail price. So and then any sensible manager be like, "Cool, we'll take so and so off of it." And then, like you said, it's already put together. I mean, it's just a display, so people might touch it and stand on it, but it's not on, so you're not walking on it. So, cool. Then it's just it's the single woman factor. I've like new stuff because I feel like there's a least likelihood chance that it'll break. I know that's why. Why? I don't know. That's I just that's how I think. New stuff break all the time. Yeah. But the likelihood of it is a lesser. I don't know. You've never been a single woman before, so you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. independent female. Knock yourself out. Don't do that. All the women who independent. Now, you know what song we listened to this weekend that was really good? Soldier. Destiny Child. (laughs) That song is nice. It is a good. That song is phenomenal. I was like, damn. I'm a soldier, man. From the hottest around. Anyway, how you been? Terrible. Mm. I don't know. So, went to Atlanta. Had a great weekend. We like shout out to Jew, his birthday, whatever. We went ATV ride. That was cool. It had rained the day before, so it was mud everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that. Uh. Laser tag right after because the the way we went Cloverland Ranch shout out to them too they were out in uh Fairburn well outside of Fairburn anyway super dope people of course black folks got fucking tons of acres acres out there but they got like a laser tag obstacle course setup thing cool a good drink good came back home on Monday. Got some stuff to eat around here. 
I don't know what it was, but when I say I had a terrible case of food poisoning starting Monday Monday night, like two o'clock in the morning, like I'm like I'm sitting there in the bed, I'm like man, what the hell? I get up, go to the bathroom, like water. Uh. But then it's one of them times where it's like scared to leave, so I'm I'm sitting there sitting there like man, goddamn, I get I can clean myself up. Get to go lay down. I didn't goddamn get to the door. I'm like, wait a minute. Turn right back around. Sit there. I don't, it's just coming. I'm broke a sweat and everything. I'm <laughs> making noise like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so I was dealing with that for probably about, yeah, about all of, all of Tuesday. You know how hard it was not for me not to sing that song when you said water? What? Made me sweat. <laughs> I'm over here like, mm, mm, don't do it. I'm trying to be an adult. Uh, we the new adults. <laughs> we really are. We're going to lean into it. No. So, you got anything else? Wait, did you, did you finish your story? Yeah, man, it was just terrible, man. Like, hey, if, if you know anybody that got food poisoning, I guess just pray for them. Mm-hmm. But we're saying we're the new adults. Yes. So, new adults, Thanksgiving's around the corner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like growing up, all the mamas and aunties was in the kitchen cooking. Mm-hmm. Apparently, now we are the mamas and aunties in the kitchen. And y'all can't even agree on mac and cheese. Yeah. So, there's this big debate. It's every year, honestly. Really? It really is every year. I, like, I've just been saying it. Well, every so. I mean, every year recently, uh-huh. and it's like the macaroni and cheese. What do you call it, the Civil War? Like, do you like it with the roux, or do you like it with an egg? And there's some people like I can't believe you put an egg in macaroni and cheese. So of course, I don't belong in the kitchen, so I don't know what be going on. <laughs> so okay, so explain mac and cheese making one on one. Like I, I really have no clue how it's made, um, because I've seen it be made with the roux, and I don't understand where that comes into play at, mm-hmm. and I don't understand the aggression against the egg. So why are people in? I arms? don't know the aggression against the egg. So, like the way that um I learned was with an egg, mm-hmm. egg beat it, some type of milk, whatever. I've seen people use different types. Mm-hmm. And that's what holds your mac and cheese together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's almost like a, they call it like a custard per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the roux is more like a, more cr- a creamy, more saucy. It's like a sauce. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, it's and does that And does that do the same thing as the egg, which is like binding the noodles? I don't feel like it binds, binds the same. It, it binds, but it's not the but same the type of bind. I don't know if it's 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 a hmm. like. What's the purpose of the rule? I mean, I don't make it like that, so. Oh, <laughs> so we see what side you on. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess it's yeah. Here with the, the egg the cheese sauce, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, the, it's what because when I think about the sauce, it really reminds me of the blue box of Kraft macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. where. That was that was the weeknight macaroni. Uh-huh. They got the little powder packet of cheese. I, th- I never actually made it. That's the cra- I never made it. My mama would make it all the time. 
I guess it was like a powdered cheese. You add water and, mm-hmm. and stir it all together. You got mac and cheese. Damn. So you're saying the roof people actually eating craft cheese, craft macaroni. Damn. That ain't what I'm saying. Damn, that's what, that's what it just remind me of, though. Like the saucing. Damn, and they can't cook. That's what you're saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. Because people, like the cool part about it. So I don't cook often because who I'm cooking for? <laughs> that, that's a lot of work for one person. So mm-hmm. like you just have to really love it. And I don't really necessarily love it. You know what I'm saying? Like back in college, I like used to cook a little bit more, but then there was like this gap between when I like graduated college and had people around, uh-huh. and then started being more by myself. And then like, then it just transitioned to like, April, you just bring the plates because nobody ever saw me cook, and I'm mm-hmm. like, they know okay, you can cook. You like, hey. I remember one Hands time, up. I think we had like a, uh, and it was probably like a, a little dig or whatnot, but we had like a a brunch thing, and I had made, I think I made like simple breakfast food i feel like it was like grits like simple stuff uh-huh. and somebody was like april you cook <laughs> like, but also you know what when i go to places and people tell me to bring the plates i'm not offended mm. i'm not that woman you need plates you need plates you need cups you're an essential worker and it's less work it's a lot cheaper. do you know how expensive it is that's the part about being a new adult like, so, you know, you, you get older, right? And you right. go to the store and find out how much lotion and paper towels and all that stuff. And now you realize why you can't be around here wasting all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Making macaroni and cheese. Cheese is not cheap. I can believe it. Like, when you start thinking about, like, people, I like to bake as well. Um, Not a lot, though, because I don't eat that type of stuff. Like, I don't like sweets like that. It's, it's It'd be wild for me to come up here and there's a whole cake. On the counter, I was like, I, I'm only going to take a piece or two. Like so. that's what I'm saying. So like, I um, so around the holiday season when I and if you're anything like me, you I will be compelled to finish the cake because I don't want to throw it away. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, like my favorite thing to make is a seven up, seven up pound cake, mm-hmm. and like it's like the perfect amount of not too sweet, but still and almost like a I don't want to say bread, but I like bread. Mm-hmm. The pound cake is almost like bread to me. But it's Do you just remember the, that, that, that Oprah commercial where she talked about how much she liked bread? <laughs> 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 well, you said, I like bread. That's what, it's just like, oh, we know you like bread. Mm-hmm. Put in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Full circle moment. <laughs> Full circle, but yes. I love me some pound cake. So that's the problem. I actually will sit here and eat a little yeah. piece in the morning. And I'll be like, oh, it was good. Like, I remember last year, I made one and I really like took my time because it's, it's a lot of baking is very like exact. Like cooking is like you just kind of, you know, they'd be like, let the ancestors lead you. Yeah. Baking. No, no, no. If it's say a quarter cup of this, you put a quarter cup. Right. You don't, you don't really fool with that. You might could add some extra vanilla, but no. Even the speed of how you mix the stuff like that matters. Mm. The way you like the type of flour, like it's a, it's a science. You're ready for Thanksgiving. You don't, you don't. You're not saying it, but you're saying that you're ready to be part of the Thanksgiving preparation team. I've been forced into it, yeah. For real. But like the funny part is, I don't have a lot of uh, family here, so it's just gonna be, uh, you know, my immediate family. And um, yeah, I've been tasked to bring a few things. I just hate cooking small amounts. That's that's the part that's challenging. Because mm. what what do you gotta make? Uh, macaroni and cheese, <laughs> a cake. My mother requested dressing. 
You ever made dressing before? I have. Uh-huh. If you need any help, holler at my mama. <laughs> I really would. No, I'm dead ass serious. Like, she makes dressing all the time. Like, like we be eating dressing in the summer. Like, it's literally very much. And our household is very much like a we eat dressing very frequently. Mm-hmm. And it's good. It's I love So, I actually really like dressing. But I'm not doing all that. I'm not. Especially, most of the time, I'm trying to eat healthier and stuff. And then by the time you do all that. Have you, seen, have you seen that TikTok of the girl that made, I think, mac and cheese, but she did it like a new recipe. She's like, she was like the young one to the, to the, uh, to the, uh, she was like the young, the young adult in the family. And I think she, she might've been over mac and cheese, but she did like a new, uh, recipe. And she got cussed out by her, uh, mama. And her mama told her she got cleaned the kitchen by herself because mm-hmm. nobody ate that shit. And really like, as she's arguing, I mean, as she's fussing at her about the mac and cheese, you can see her visibly get more and more angry because she starts saying, why the fuck would you try a new recipe during Thanksgiving? <laughs> that is not when you try new stuff. Like, the funniest thing, the first time I made dressing was when, um, it was actually just a couple years ago. My dad was in town. He got me good. Because he said, let's go out for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Cool. Bet. I like that. No dishes, no cooking. Tuesday night, we're sitting at Phil Sandoval's. He's like, you know what? We'll just stay home for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, says the man that's not going to cook a thing. <laughs> he knew who he raised. So, next thing you know, I had already pre-ordered one of them honey baked turkeys mm-hmm. um because i don't eat ham pork I, I, but i love ham i was a ham child ham should replace turkey in all households for thanksgiving if you eat pork i don't disagree i was the one i wouldn't touch the turkey don't uh, dark meat only maybe because mm-hmm. that was the only thing that might have a little bit of something in it mm-hmm. the rest of it was dried out like Dry well, it's shit. done baby but like had the turkey already i pre-ordered i knew because i knew what he was gonna do did that, um, I think I did macaroni, and then I did, like, the dressing. But what got me was he was sitting about where you're sitting. So you see the stove. Uh-huh. He was like, your grandmother used to do it like this. I'm like, what, do you have the whole recipe? No, no, I just remember when when uh, when uh she was cooking, she'd do the dressing, and she would do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, you don't have the whole recipe, though? At, at some point, I'm going to be like, if you, if you don't get out of here. Hey, know. man, let me tell you. Let me tell you something that. As a man, as an eater, but don't put no effort in cooking. When that stove and oven is on, I, I walk by that bitch like it ain't even there. <laughs> you remember when we were trying to cut your stove on at your house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a true story. What was it for the hookah? Yes, which we ended up burning that, that hole in my, in my floor. Well, not burning the hole, but yeah, you burnt that hole in the floor in the hardwood. But, uh, this is when I had first moved in my house. It was my birthday, actually. Mm-hmm. And everybody was over at my house. And um, I've always had an electric stove. So now we got a gas stove. And she said, she, they asked me, I'm walking by, they're like, Bird, how do you cut this eye on? I literally had no clue on how to cut a gas stove on. I thought I needed a lighter and everything. I had no idea. See. I was sitting there turning up. I'm like, hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm stuck. No idea. No clue, no help. Hey, because that ain't my place. But like, okay, so like new Thanksgiving, right? So like they're passing it down to us. I feel like in my family, uh, like my 
we used to do holidays at my grandmother's house. Right. Like, either or. Like, switch back and forth. Both of them have passed now. Mm-hmm. And now nobody gets together for real. Like, and it's just like, as these generations that were like, kind of like holding the families, because those, gen- that generation, I feel like we're going to slightly go left, but I'm not going to let it go too far. That generation was very big on, we don't care if you, like, yo, cousin Pete, whatever, he might be out in the streets doing crazy mm-hmm. stuff, but when these holidays come around, everybody's coming to see Big Mama, whatever, right, see, right. you know, everybody's coming to the house. <clears throat> Our generation's more of a, like, your family, but if I don't fool with you, I don't fool with you, I ain't doing that. That's and big. so now, we don't have that, like, everybody comes together regardless because of that one person, like, who is going to be the glue? My my family actually struck lucky because my roots are from Southern Alabama, from Dixon Mills. Mm-hmm. That first generation, luckily, the majority of the kids on my mom's side all moved to Huntsville. So we got my parents moved here and her nieces and nephew, her niece and nephew moved here also. And they're older than me. So me and their kids who are my who are my cousins, we're the same we're the same age. So we have a strong oh, like every like a, like it's three different families mm-hmm. here in town. But we don't go back home often. We kinda be here more times than not. So but I could have easily seen that if the my my if that part of the family didn't move from there and found and find their way in Huntsville, we would have easily been split up in multiple different ways. It's just we got lucky mm-hmm. in the, just the growth and everybody kind of sticking around. Like me and my brother both still living here in our adulthood and things. But as far as when it comes to my dad's side, like nobody gets together on my dad's side. When like like you said back in the day, it'll be they'll either like my dad's mom's called Madea. Or at my grandma house on my mom's side, Malu. It was there was down there. It was probably about like fifteen minutes apart. So I'd either be at my dad's house or be at my Lou house. Now since my dad's parents passed away, like nobody on my dad's side get here. Like we really have to wait till family reunions for our weddings, our funerals for like all the family to get together. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I don't know what we're gonna do going forward, and like how we're gonna keep it alive. You know what's really popping though and I can see I can see friends giving getting like way closer yes I've been seeing that more often I um you know what's funny is although I know Thanksgiving falls around the same time every year it's really snuck up on me I was like man because I every year I'm like I want to do something and I'm like hmm this is next week right like that's what that's what got me because I was just like I <laughs> I was actually late to work talking to my auntie today because I was just like, we ain't talked about Thanksgiving. And that's when she was giving me all my, like my mama gave me my assignments and she said something. Cause I didn't even know, like my auntie's not a big holiday person. Like she, she told me, I can eat bologna sandwich. And I'm like, ma'am, <laughs> I'm not coming to your house to eat bologna sandwiches. Just gonna let you know that. <laughs> um, so, but my mom is real big on, she real big on Thanksgiving dinner, but she the one that don't cook. Cause she knows she got you to cook. Her, me and my auntie. That's crazy. That's why just, she big on it. She's management. <laughs> Makes all the sense in the world. I'll never forget when she, she 
I didn't realize that she didn't cook for real until I got older. And then I was like, oh, you. Mm. So like, cause my auntie's the one I call and ask questions to. She been getting over this whole time. She set the oven on fire one year, cooking oh. macaroni and cheese. She filled, you know, because the, the grease for the macaroni and yeah. cheese, it, it overfilled. And it got to the bottom of the oven and started fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember that. Okay. We talked about mac and cheese, turkey ham. Have you heard about people having like non-traditional foods? For um, Thanksgiving? I saw something online where somebody said something about the new generation is going to start having a taco taco bar for Thanksgiving. <sighs> let me tell you. Bird loves tacos. Mm-hmm. I love tacos. And especially, let me uh, 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 let me tell you, let me give y'all a motherfucking hint trick from when y'all throw a party. Let Taco Mama cater that bitch. It is the best catered Tacos bar set up under the sun. We've had multiple, and we all agree. Mm-hmm. Taco Mama is the one. But as much as I love a taco bar, I cannot have it on Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving isn't complete without like a Thanksgiving setting situation. Okay. Imagine you imagine the grandmothers from heaven. <laughs> looking down and instead of turkeys in the oven or hams or whatever and, and greens and macaroni and cheese the kids are making tacos and they're not even they're not even making the taco they're catering it <laughs> Just, they're putting they're, they're assembling tacos so now like the conversations in the kitchen the night before, like, mm-hmm. I, I just remember growing up and, like, watching my grandmother cook or, like, sitting down having to shred the cheese or, mm-hmm. hey, you go mix this or go get this out the fridge and I need you to do, like. All the women folk been in the kitchen all mm-hmm. night long, like, literally the night before. Men folk be, kids usually be playing around somewhere. Watching all the sports. Yep. Men folks either watching the sports or uh, you got your other side of men folk outside Smoking and drinking, mm-hmm. telling lies. But I remember I used to be so like, man, I cannot wait till I get older, so I could be outside with the men folk, smoking, drinking, and telling lies. Man, now we don't even get together. And I'm old enough now. I'm so weak. But I had plenty. I had so many lies I wanted to tell. Did Did your family like? Well, okay, you just said they drink, but like, was it like a when you hit 21 you can drink type thing? Oh fuck no. Me neither. Absolutely not. So like, I used to have to like. Like, my uncle would be like, what's in your cup? And I'm like, huh? Because once I got to about 25, because 20, I've been living by myself now. When I go home. 25? 26. Bruh, I didn't start drinking freely around my family until I was in my 30s. Mm. Man, I just. And you know, black folks funny because it's literally like, if you got any member of your family that's like a pastor or something like that, that is like their rationale for like not drinking around. Like, oh, can't drink around a pastor. A pastor come put your cups up. Have no, I don't even know where this rule came from. That's so crazy because I'm just, I remember I went to a birthday party and we were at a brunch spot and it was a pastor sitting next to me. And I was like, yeah, can I get the, mo- the bottomless mimosas? Like nobody else, drink. she not a pastor. No, it's, it's crazy because we'll sit up all Sunday and talk about how Jesus turned water into wine. But then pastor come over to the house an hour later. Now everybody got to put the cups up. Mm-mm. Yeah, I just had to, you know, I, I mean... I had the same cup as everybody else. I would just sneak a little something in my cup. My uncle. Look, man, my first time I started drinking for Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Um, I, let me tell you why I kind of got like hesitant now or I hide it now is because I got that family that 
you make a drink or two. Now they want to pull you to the side, be like, "Hey, you sure you want to drive home? You sure you okay?" Oh yes. And I'm just in my mind, like I am stone cold sober. Like you want, like you want to see me fucked up. Give me about another two hours. I'll never forget me and my sister were at home for one of the holidays, and we had bought a regular bottle of wine, like not even probably a big one, like a smaller bottle of wine. Uh-huh. We didn't drink it. Me and my sister, like. People think I'm funny. She's actually the funnier one. Uh And so my dad walks in the house. We just like, we had just said something funny. He walks in. So we're dying laughing. Dad thinks we're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) He's calling everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and he got loud. Yeah, the girls, they bought a bottle of wine and they they had too much to drink. I walked in the house. They were laughing. I'm like, meanwhile, we were laughing at you, sir. (laughs) Like, now everybody thinks we're drunk. He called everybody. Everybody. <laughs> hey, but let me tell you. So now, being the new, the new adults, mm-hmm. I haven't hosted Thanksgiving, of course. But the day that I do it is a full out open bar in my house. Mm-hmm. We like I, I'm fostering. I'm, I'm with it. Like we getting, we up, we lit. Because the thing is, like my family don't. I'd be jealous when I go to like other folks' house and stuff, cause like, you know, body stayed next light up, mm-hmm. and we always go over there, of course, at some point in time, and they don't like party, get drunk or whatever, but they just drink freely, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is what I've been waiting on, this is what I need in my life, man. I'm tired of having to go outside and drinking in the truck and shit. My favorite Thanksgiving experiences, and I know we're like killing Thanksgiving, but because I'm from so far away, I used to go to Mobile. Mm. And it was like LaFleur's all class reunion that weekend. Mm. And then um oh, I know that shit was fun. Like my friends, like their family was so um like tight. Like we would go from house to house and like down in Mobile, like you you gotta come in home. You gotta eat something at oh. everybody's house. And it was just so friendly. And then you go to you want something to drink, like and it's just bouncing from house to house. I'm like, this is I used to see this on TV, but I want this in real life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like when um, you know, I stopped going on first dates and whatnot. <laughs> um, I really want to create that that atmosphere of my family. Like, I want to have a good time all the time. Like who house we at this weekend? Well, you know who ain't gonna have that good time with their family? Who? Kiki Palmer. Ciao. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't even know where you probably gonna have to fill it in some of these gaps because so much has been going on with Kiki. Uh, what's what's her dude's name? Um, baby daddy. Baby daddy. Uh, Mister Palmer. <laughs> Kiki Darius. Her mom just had a audio link. Uh, audio leak of. I don't know who she was talking. Was she was talking to Darius? I feel yeah. like she was talking to Darius. She was talking to Darius. Tell me about it. Do you know, do you know more details about it? Were they like picking up the baby or something? I I really don't know the, the backgrounds of it. I just... Because it kind of starts it, in the middle. Yeah. I know it sounds like, and apparently he recorded this without, you know, the mm-hmm. consent of everyone, which is illegal in California. Um, But he's coming to get his child from what, or that's what it appears to be. What's his name? Laquantavius or something like that? I don't even remember. Leotis. Leotis. Poor baby. Poor baby. Poor, poor baby living a rough life early. Let me see. I think I got it right here. <clears throat> We're not going to play the whole thing because it's, it's quite lengthy. If Mama told me his mama's crazy, we've never been able to do anything 
scared to let you go. Because Tiki is a brilliant person, and Darius should be lucky to have her. So if you think she's a c you think he's a whore, then why don't you take your limp dick and find uh, the woman that you want to find? Why are you over my daughter's house? Why are you always around my her son. and call her cousin? My find son. A Mexican. For my oh, son. Me, my son. Why harass me? You don't my have son. to harass me. But for my son. But you don't have to harass me. My son. Where's my son? Where's my son? Where's my son? That's all I'm just asking for. I'm not here for her. Did you put her through? Did you put her through? What the f*** did you say, Adrian? Did you put her through? Can you speak English? That's part of the reason why you can't get no acting job. I'm sure. Your articulation is poor. I'm sure. What the f*** are you thinking? I'm sure. I, 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 if, 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 only, if, only, if only you actually, like... Can you put it through? What does that mean? Can you put it through? <laughs> he's trying to say, he's trying to do the whole <clears throat> child actor, <clears throat> parents um, sacrifice their childhood gag. Look at her. Look at her. That's fine. Yeah, I sacrificed her, I guess. Okay. And They cut it out. Like it was the part about Usher, right? So in in okay, that was my first time here. Like the beginning part, <laughs> hey, my low key ate the nigga fuck up. <laughs> when she said gum shit, I said, "Ooh, not the gum shit." <laughs> she said, "Say, uh, what you to put Kiki through? What you put? Well, we got forty million dollars today, so I guess I did something right." I said, "Damn." I said, "Damn." He said, "She said, well, maybe your mama should have got there, but I said, God damn." Mm-hmm. Say, hey man, hey, you need to start fighting back, man. You should catch up against the ropes. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, in the midst of that, they I think with this specific site, cut it out. But uh, she was saying that Usher gay, Usher gay. You worried about her, Usher? Usher is gay. <laughs> I was thinking, what did Usher do to deserve this? <laughs> That's why I was like, uh, uh, mm. and you know, it's one of those probably she. Didn't know she was being recorded, but right, still, right. like, dang. Usher probably somewhere like, why well, I gotta be all? Usher, like, I just sang to all these households in goddamn these last couple of months. Folks paying thousands and thousands of dollars for me to sing to their woman, only for you to sit up here, Kyle, be gay enough. I'm like, well. Somebody said that she was probably saying that to try to, like, make him, like, jump off. Because, you know, we. We knew about Kiki Baby Daddy, but we didn't really. What like, do we know about? Because I don't really well, know. I mean, we really only like started hearing more about him when he got mad when she went to the Usher concert. So she now she made a statement here, which I didn't know um, about. Is he like an actor or wants to be an actor or? I don't know. Because she made a statement about like. That's why you not get no parts. That's why you don't get no roles or something like that. Can you remember she said she couldn't understand them? Mm-hmm. And she said, she said like, basically, like, 
that's why you're not getting any callbacks. So if if he if that is his, I don't want to use the term profession or uh, desired career path, that's going to lead into something I'm going to say later on. You know what sucks is like you know a lot of times when you're an actor you'll like Google your name and you know something will come up and ain't nothing but goddamn Kiki Palmer Kiki 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 damn you Kiki husband like I mean my baby daddy it says Darius Dalton actor on here though oh so it but then the picture of him as the actor is him and Kiki Palmer <laughs> that like yeah mm-hmm. well let me ask this question. I don't know if anybody's asked this question or anybody thought about it. Is the mother in this situation overstepping? I don't think so. I mean, so I don't have children, mm-hmm. but I can imagine. But you are a child, though. I am a child, but I. But you're asking a child with with let's let's say you situation your man. Do you feel like your mother has free range or clearance to speak to your maybe past partner or current partner freely the way that Kiki's mother is speaking to Darius? If he is being abusive toward me. Uh, I mean, okay. So uh, like that's the thing. Cause I mean, well, okay, let's, 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 I don't. I'm, I'm asking more so a general so question. In general, it, ju- it just came, so it came to me. Here's the thing, though, <clears throat> because in that phone conversation, you can hear Kiki is there, right? So with Kiki being there, like if I'm there and my mom is talking to my ex or my well current partner, what well, this do, is too hard for to be hypothetical. Okay, okay. Well, let's do let's do both. Okay, but I want to remove the abuse from it because in, in the abusive uh, abuse kind of trumps everything. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm just kind of asking a different question. Okay, In general would like, if I'm, if I was dating a man and, and my mom was talking to him and she was talking crazy, would I be okay with it? Right. Would you kind of allow your, no, not in, in like, because if, things that's actually not a crazy question at all. Like in June, like if I, Let's say hypothetically I'm dating a guy or seeing someone and he's at my mother's house and I hear that she said something wild to him and we ain't like, and there's no, there's no reason for that. I would, I would be upset because, but I, I just, but that, that's such a. Cause I've been, I've seen and been a part of conversations where I felt as though the parents was overstepping into our relationship. And I may only feel like this because my parents have a very, very strong hands-off policy when it comes to, like, relationships. Mm-hmm. Kind of like anything in, in my relationship, they would come to me and they would never interfere mm-hmm. one way or the other. So, that's, I mean, so it's just be kind of weird to not kind of see that happen in other realms because I mean, I'm a man, so it would be different to like, like my mama talk cash shit about a woman, but I can't see really my mom engaging. Yeah. Like I can like, like, like my mom, like, like but, my mom about that shit. So I, I can, mm-hmm. but not just freely. 
I think that coming from the from the conversation we just heard, and then coming back and saying in general is hard. True, true. Because that's such a yeah. It's it's a very different conversation. Because like right. if if I had a child, a niece, or something, or whatever, a friend, and a man is being like, and like I know what you've done. Ain't no telling what I'm gonna say. True. And a lot of times, um, you know, like, I mean, that's a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, and I, you know what? But okay, and we just talking. You know, we were just recently joking about like the things that she said to him. But now, if I'm actually kind of going back, putting myself in his shoes, he's kind of painted in a corner because you know we be talking about sassy niggas and shit like that. If I'm talking to somebody else's mother, I don't have a not only. I don't have a the sassness in me. I also the level of respect for an elder, regardless. I don't have a desire for the last word, and it's kind of like your anger towards me. Like my relationship isn't with you. You don't owe me respect, so I don't have to go back and forth with you. I'm actually not going to go back and forth mm-hmm. with you. Um, I, you gain nothing. You make matters worse. You know so. What key, 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 key daddy? I don't know. Uh, I have uh, no idea. I, I mean, I he may not be in the picture or something like that, but it's just kind of thought about it too. But anyway, <clears throat> and it, like I said, it's crazy. Usher caught a stray for it, no reason. In that now that's, that's what threw me because I was like, uh. and then she kept saying it. Kept saying it and was saying it loud and clear. Like just in case you didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, look, just like uh, she about to get hit with one of them um lawsuits. Mm-hmm. The same way Tasha K about to get hit with another one from Will Smith because this ain't even on the docket, but murder. <laughs> but <laughs> if y'all haven't seen, um, Tasha K sat down with Will Smith's old. <sighs> Security, security, something or other, and basically in there he talks about. He said that uh, he said something about Will Smith not hitting Jada right. They had had a little dick compared to Tupac, and basically saying like the the main thing was he said that he walked in on Will getting rammed by uh Dwayne uh Dwayne Martin, and the. The crazy part about it is like this is the second time Dwayne Mars' name has been thrown around in um like relationship. Well, actually third if you count his own. But you know, Lisa Ray blames her husband hanging with Dwayne Martin for why they broke up because they said Dwayne Martin was out here bringing hoes around all the time, and that's why her husband cheated the 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 Prince guy or whatever. Mm. And um, so that's why they got a divorce. So, but anyway. Jada of all people was saying basically like they're gonna sue Tasha K for for that shit, but are we off of Kiki? Because this brings me somewhere else. Where you wanna go? To the next topic. But are we done with Kiki? I mean, I don't know what to say. Just prayers to her family. You know, very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had this conversation earlier. Going back to the Will thing mm-hmm. and his uh, old bodyguard or whatever. My man said that shit about Will and Dwayne Martin 
and the internet is running with it. Mm-hmm. And it is, I had a full conversation about this on the way here. In today's world, the allegation is way worse than the facts because it's, my man made the allegation. Just mm-hmm. made that statement. Unfounded by anybody. Unsubstantiated. Just said it. Said, I saw Will Smith. I mean, Dwayne Martin fucking Will Smith. That's what he said. Now, the internet is validating the story for him. Like, they're trying to figure out, trying to find clues and hints through other interviews, through, because there was a, um, I think where Will was getting, like, his shoulders rubbed, and he said something like, a man know, only a man know what a man needs, right? And it's one of those things where, yeah, that's a crazy statement out of context, but when you throw it in with this, it seems like a signal to, like, see, Will been on that shit, or... You know, or maybe people find pictures of them together and be like, uh, you know, what do they been like that? And it's crazy because it's also I brought it to like the Cassie and Diddy situation. So Cassie has filed a lawsuit against Diddy for 30 million dollars. Mm-hmm. And she has uh, some lengthy, very lengthy allegations. Uh, I think it's like 15, 16 pages. And uh there's a lot into it. It's really too much for us to unpack because it's kind of that fresh. But let me see. I'll pull up some of the things. But one of the things that I've just kind of been seeing on the internet is like as soon as she came out with this lawsuit, so many people were easy and quick to say, did he did it, did he this, did he that, because they already dislike him for whatever reason. And the the, the part that bothers me is like, it is absolutely easy. It takes nothing to sue somebody, to bring charges, to, or to you know, to bring charges on somebody. Anybody can make a statement and be like, hey, I'm going to get a lawyer and I'm going to say this. I can, I can sue LeBron James right now. I find me a lawyer, say LeBron did A, B, C, X, Y, and Z. It's going to go forward because they have to investigate. Now, it might be unfounded or whatever, but I can do it. It's, so now I'm going to read some of the stuff in here and let me be clear I am nowhere near saying that Puffy didn't do this shit I'm not saying that but I'm just talking about how social media and the world are very quick to accept every allegation as truth because I'm going back from like the Will bodyguard situation this man was bodyguard from forever ago we don't even know if Will and Dwayne was even on the same set at the same time for whenever he said this happened. Like, they said, oh, my man. Oh, he said he saw Will, Dwayne fucking Will, and they got a picture together back in the 90s. You know, whatever. It's like, that's not enough. But anyway, some of the ex- excerpts from, um, I guess we'll say the Cassie uh, Diddy thing. Um, <clears throat> her name is uh, Miss Ventura. Um I'll read this excerpt. A few years into Miss Ventura's relationship with Mr. Combs, the suit says he began coercing her to engage in a fantasy of his called voyeurism, in which she was directed to have sex with a succession of male prostitutes while Mr. Combs watched, masturbated, took pictures, and shot video. According to the suit, Mr. Cone called these encounters freak-offs, which involved costumes like masquerade, mask, and lingerie. They continued for years, taking place at high-end hotels across the United States and in Mr. Cone's home. 
The suit says that he instructed Miss Ventura to search the website for escort services to procure male sex workers. Drugs were supplied at these events, which Miss Ventura's suit says she took because they allow her to disassociate during these horrific encounters. According to the suit, Miss Ventura would delete videos from these instances that have been shot on her phone, but Mr. Combs told her he still had access to those videos and on a flight once made her watch a video she thought she had deleted. There's two more pages. It goes on for other things and other things. But that's like the some of the details that they have in it. And um, what's your knee-jerk reaction to, to the suit in itself and the proceedings at our house being seen? You know, it's wild because I haven't heard about Cassie in a long time. Like, I won't say I forgot about her, but hadn't seen her name in the in the headlines in a while and I mean that's a lot of hmm <laughs> I find it interesting that with the Will and Dwayne situation I don't know if people necessarily like people are trying to put the pieces together to like make it be true mm-hmm. you right that they're like oh yeah they definitely did that but then, like, with Cassie, I, I, people, honestly, there's so much out on Diddy that, like, people are kind of, like, putting it together to be true, too. She got a lot of evidence. Well, not evidence. She has a lot on paper. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I mean, who's going to come out with that randomly? And there are, so I'll say this. Yes, there are occasionally people that lie. But I saw, also saw mention to like people like, well, why did she wait till now? She's married with kids and stuff like that. And I've had like one-off conversations with people, but it's like, it's a lot to come forward with something like, first of all, that's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. She's just told the world all these things that she participated in. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is this is um gonna be interesting. This is this is where it gets <clears throat> sketchy for people. Well, okay, let me just speak for myself. And I wanna say this is why some people feel like it is hard to really castrate or um really put somebody at fault for like these kind of allegations at this time they were together for 11 years and they have been well she's divorced or or not divorced they separated five years ago so that's 16 years Mm -hmm. um this is always my perspective inside those 11 years it's i appreciate you asked diddy He's going to say you were a willing participant in in the realm of the law. It's one way against the other. Mm-hmm. You said, oh, he made me do this. He's going to say, no, I didn't. Oh, he supplied me with the drugs. Like, yeah, drugs was around, but you took them on your own. You can't really. I mean, you really can't say one over the other. You just choose to believe. Now, I'm not saying that he didn't. 
or it did. But what we, what I feel like we can say is that you took advantage of the opportunity to be around Diddy. Like mm. we can. See, and I think that it's it's coming from. I hear you. Let me let you finish your thought. I'm sorry. Because this is well. Let me give you my full range. Mm-hmm. We can we'll we'll go back to this one piece together. Because okay. it's I only say like I had this thought literally yesterday, and I wish I would have tweeted it because I was about to tweet it, but my stomach wasn't shambles, so I couldn't really do it. I I said this when it happened when Cassie and Diddy broke up. Because I think this. Cassie don't have no real talent. Like, spade to spade. Cassie, me and you, that song was only good because of what the music around it. She can't sing. That's why we haven't heard any other songs come from her. At the time, she's sitting beside, like, the king on the throne. She's high up, high royalty. Everybody knew that's Diddy Girl. People can say, oh, that don't mean nothing. That ain't. It ain't making up for love or whatever. I don't give a shit what you say. She lived a lifestyle of affluency for 11 years. She left him for her trainer at the time, which did he get, which, you know, the fall off is coming. She probably had a little bit sustained for a while. Now we're four or five years later. Like, damn, you know, things, I ain't about to go get no real job. I don't have any... Like, let's be real. There are no talents there. There is nothing. Now, she's still Cassie in the sense that you still know who she is. She's still a model. But what? What is there? The the only thing left to do is to come back and get the money grab. Because that's why, like, she don't want justice. She don't want him in jail. She wants $30 million. That's what it's for. So it's like, all right, she can say just damn near about anything and everybody's going to believe it. And everybody's going to go for it. And from what I heard, this isn't even the first time that she's came at him about money. Like, I think I think I read somewhere that she, he offered her like $8 million before. And she's like, nah, I want 30 or 40 Whatever. But with if if this is to be true, or this is what I, I learned to be true, mm-hmm. you don't have a moral conflict with what went on. You just have memories and evidence are a perspective that you know is damaging to him. You know, you don't feel bad or you don't feel a way. It's like I did this and I have leverage. Cause it wasn't a problem then. Like, I mean, I, I know, I know people don't like to hear that. It's the privilege of not being like stuck in that abuse cycle. Like you know, the movies I've never been in like a completely like, marriage or whatever or serious relationship where somebody was physically or whatever abusing somebody mm-hmm. but you see the shows where these, like these women escape to these shelters and they get away and then they go back I literally watched enough today that's so funny that we talked about this like I was watching earlier but go ahead but like it's not just a when people are in these situations I don't think it's just a simple like oh I'm doing this like, yes, from the outside, it looks like, oh, yeah, she benefited from the music. We don't know if he made her make a song. Yeah, I'm about to make you do this. Cool. I'm not saying he did, because that's just random. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like the... Don't get me wrong. Um, if if we're talking about, like, actual abuse, like him putting hands and feet on her, I'm not justifying that. Oh, well, I'm not justifying anything. But, I'm just making a point. But he, you saying she coming back for the money? 
And I think a lot of people, when the situations happen, it's just like, well, why come back now? Like everybody, like, you know, all of a sudden people coming out the woodwork. Did, uh, example, Megan Thee Stallion came out and said something happened to her and people crucified her and said, we'll wait till what the court says. And then the court says something like courts lying. Who is that? Uh, well, not you, but the people uh, <laughs> and like out there, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, as a woman, like when stuff happens, a lot of times you just want to move on and pretend like it didn't happen. Like, you know what? You're just going to act like this didn't happen. And as you move forward, maybe it might have taken X amount of years. You said it's been five years since mm-hmm. they broke up. It might have taken that amount of broke time. 18. To, for her to be like, you know what? I'm going to say something. To be silenced. Because, I mean, like, one, it's Diddy. Well, whatever he's going by now. He's mm-hmm. Diddy, right? It's Diddy. Mm-hmm. So to come against him is already a big thing because you people there's gonna be people that believe it immediately and there's gonna be people that be like, Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um there's the like what could happen because of it. Like if she had spoke sooner, like that man crazy. He already known for killing you know, there's all these stories about him right. killing folks off and taking them out, like might not right. want to say something because it might be the difference between me living. And me just being able to move on and do whatever. Also, I don't know. There's a there's a lot into it that just people don't like. It's it's a privilege to not have to like like in the relationship. She said she took the drugs and whatever. She did these things and blah blah blah. We don't know what was going on. I'll I'll counter that with this perspective. It's a privilege not to be held accountable for your own actions and involvement. In an abusive relationship? No, I won't say not. No, we're not saying abuse. Like, like if she's being, when I'm, I'm, we're going to x out because I'm not. You can't. This whole I'm not thing condoning. is on abuse. It's, no, because when I've, when I'm reading and what I've read, I'm not saying that it's not there. Let me be clear. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's not there. All I'm saying is what I've read thus far. It just came out today, and it's fucking 16, 20 pages of stuff. I don't, and I don't even know how people begin these. That's the crazy part. I don't know how people begin these court documents, but I have read zero. Of actual physical, he put hands on me. There, oh, there was one where the, I'm not saying I'm not saying no. Okay. And, so I'm saying I, I, Jason Hayes haven't okay. seen it because there was also some I saw where like they were saying, oh yeah, he he made me put put his gun in my purse. There's things where you know he hit her and like gave her a black eye. He see, kicked her in see, the face. So that's what I'm saying. Um, I did, I haven't seen I haven't seen yeah. that. So if that if that is that, we good there. But. In, in what I've seen is very minute as in not very minute as in you can tell me I'm hearing everything about all this sexual escapades I'm hearing everything about him threatening other people and doing jealous about kid cutting out that, that stuff's not illegal that stuff's not illegal and you, you're there for it you're you have to be held accountable for your involvement so you can't sit up here and tell like you can't sit up here and tell me like oh he made me hold his gun you put you put that gun in your in your you put that gun in your purse. If you caught with that, you have to take like it's really it's literally accountability. He made me hold his gun. The other option, what if he would have shot her? Hey, because you're thinking about like you're t- looking at this as a rational man that would not do these things to well, somebody. Well, so what I saw was that basically like they were going out somewhere, and mm-hmm. he and the reason I say is because I've literally done this a trillion times. Like it, like they going out somewhere. And he told like, hey, hold this for me. Like, I, I can't have a gun on me. Put the gun in your purse. And so she's like, oh, he's a big bad man. He made me carry his gun. 
it wasn't said from a position of he pointed a gun at me or, or anything like that. It's just that I know that he has a gun or I know that he carries a gun or whatever. Not saying that the gun is threatening towards me. So that that's what I don't say that to counter your he mm-hmm. may shoot it. Like that's that the threat of being shot wasn't in the case. But what I'm saying is that but you're presenting that information as oh I'm helpless. I, no, no, no. You really you the same way you left that relationship with the trainer, you could have left that relationship ten years prior when you felt this way. People don't just, you know, people don't just get up out of relationships like that. Hey, accountability. And, and then, I'm not, accountability. Because the thing is, inside those years that all this was going on, you cannot sit up here and tell me that there was nothing beneficial for her going on. You can't just, tell me. We, we literally have seen her at every award show that whole career. I mean, that whole time. Every award show. She's, she's living the best life of best life. And so that, we think. So we think, I think like, again, you're speaking to this from a healthy male perspective who would never do these things to a woman. Like the other side of it, like I said, I don't know the extent I I've just seen the shows and the movies. I don't, I don't even know if I know many people that have like been in situations like that, but it's not just a simple, like, Oh, you know what? You did me wrong. I'm leaving. Like that True. sounds great. True. That sounds great. That sounds like the perfect accountability. Like, you know what? This a healthy, a very healthy mindset in relationships would say, This man is mistreating me. This is not right. I'm gonna go. But a lot of times it doesn't start like that. Like, I know people hate all the buzzwords and stuff like that, but a lot of times people come in and things are all good at first. So they fall and like, you know, women are more emotional. So they fall in love. And then like, you know, now this person asks to do stuff that like, I don't really want to do this, but I really care about this person. So, and then they kind of guilt trip you about it. So then you start doing, well, you do one thing and then you do something else. And then now you've done all these things and you're just, you don't know why you're doing them. But you can't be, you're, you're an adult. You can't be void of accountability in that situation. You're involvement there you have to take i'm just saying that there is a level of responsibility there so at what point is it like in the so the overarching i know you're trying to pick the things that like okay these aren't illegal but there are things in the document where you was saying he punched me in my face he should go to jail me like he should go to jail jail. even even the the parts where it was like they were having the the what do you the freak shows Mm -hmm. like i understand that it's my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. But like, I just don't. So, for what? example, okay, we'll even say this. Like, let's say, let's say you got a partner, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll say this. Let's say you got a partner. Take care of everything. Mm-hmm. You drive a nice car. You live in a nice house. Whoop de whoop, whatever. His thing is, he 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 like he want to see you with another woman. You ain't into women. Mm-hmm. But he, you know that in order to keep him. And to keep him satisfied, you got to be with another woman. Now, society and everything will say like, well, he he, he coerced her and he created this situation. You have a level of accountability in there where you, you can just get up and walk away and be like, I'm going to put all, I'm going to let, I'm going to let this, this house go. I'm going to let this relationship go. I'm going to let all this go because that is, you can do that. You are speaking from such a very 
man like logical yeah no i'm, I'm not but that's what i'm saying because no cause, no don't get me wrong because uh, i'm do you know how many women do stuff that they don't want to do in relationships just because they're just like okay well i love this person and like like yes there's a there's a level of like at some point you should wake up and be like no if i don't want to do this i'm gonna go no i understand that I, no don't get me wrong i actually do understand that I do understand it, but just because I understand it doesn't mean that my point is any less valid. I do understand that you, you, as in women, woman, or whatever, you walked yourself into a situation where you felt like options were removed from you. And it, it is your, you have to take ownership and accountability of that. You, if you, okay, for example, if a man told you, hey, I want you to move in with me. I got this house. Everything's paid for. You know for a fact before you put one bag down that you have no ownership in this house. You know for a fact that if he decides to leave, you can't maintain this house. If you buy, if you drive a car that he buys, you know that if he ever gets mad, you want to snatch those keys, he can do that. But you have to accept it. You are the one that chose to accept it, hoping that it wouldn't end up like that. That is the accountability part of it. Like that's not what, the man snatching the keys and, and not just being a, a decent person. There's no, no accountability no, 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 no. on the man's side. No, 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 no. It's not about right or wrong, one or the other. Because everybody's he, he a fuck nigga for doing it. That's fine. So the accountability on no, 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 his no. side. No, we never talk about the man's accountability. Oh, no. Men live in a world of accountability. No, We're accountable don't. for everything. No. Men, men never are void of accountability. What? Ever. Literally. Ever. Mm. Men take the brunt of everything. Really? Just like in the, we're literally talking about in this situation right here. Let's say the points that I just pointed out to you, nothing was illegal in the sense of like the freak parties and all that stuff. Diddy's the one on trial for this shit. If Cassie sat up there and took them drugs, let's say, let's say, let's say she she took them on her own free will, took them drugs, had sex with these niggas. Let him record all that stuff. Took agency over her own body, but Diddy's the one on trial for it. He's the one that fought for it. I'll, what did he do? If she decided to take these drugs and have sex with these men because she felt like she needed to or whatever, like maybe the situation dealing with him, that's how she felt in the moment. Hey, you walked yourself into that. I just don't. I don't have the background to really go into this to to oh, have not, this don't conversation. Even, don't even really have to be this particular situation, but it's just my like. I try to like because again, don't don't get me wrong. If he put hands on this woman, he should go to jail. He should go to jail. Like I'm not arguing that he should go to jail for however long he's. They sent him go to jail. Well, you know when you so when because you, even in this situation. She's not even asking for jail. She wants $30 million. Like, she's not asking for him to go to jail. She doesn't want justice. So, but the question, so that was something, I had a conversation like that today. Like, I know, like, I don't, I'm not a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't understand the court systems much. But like, when you, how long do you have to press charges after something happens? You know what I'm saying? You see the Cosby situation. Well, the so, Cosby situation was a criminal case. Came with the jail for that, didn't he? See, so like, yes, he was in, because that's when he did the little yeah, back. Yeah, like he's in jail right? now. But like, was that a, like, I, don't, I was trying to look it up and understand because like there's like civil cases and criminal, like there's one that's like started because a person makes a police report and then it goes in like that. And then there's another where like 
a person can make a statement and that's more of like a lawsuit type deal. That's what where, this is. This yeah. is a civil case. Yeah. So this is all money. And so I wonder like, is there, is there a limit? Like I know in some places when the statute you, of limitations, yeah. Like you only have, like if you, um, if you report something or get ready to want to make a report on something, you only have X amount of time. I think, I don't know for all the different crimes, but for some here, it's like a year. You have mm-hmm. a year to say, Hey, okay, I do want to press charges mm-hmm. or no, I don't. But I, um, for like a criminal case, I guess if you, like, I think they got it. I, I, I mean, I don't know, but cause I'm thinking like, we see like, like civil man. Cause you think about civil cases go beyond the grave. Yeah. Like, so maybe civil cases don't have a statute of limitations. Maybe criminal and, cases do. And that's what I'm saying. I don't, we, I just don't know. Like, when she went to her lawyer and said, okay, I'm ready to speak. Boom. This is what happened. I don't know. And the lawyer shows I've been watching this stuff. They're going to make you tell the whole story mm-hmm. because of course they do have to try to paint a picture, mm-hmm. right? They got to, they got to do the whole thing. So if you just came in there like, oh, he hit me. Okay. Well, what? Like, tell us the whole relationship. Mm-hmm. Then they're going, they're going to write all that up. That's their right. job. They went to school for that. Right, right. Um, so I think I don't, I just, it's the whole like I feel I feel bad because it's just you coming out and telling the world like who who wants to tell the world like yeah I was having I was having sex with like I was in these freak freak parties mm-hmm. and stuff like that's embarrassing. I believe, but <laughs> but then also it's just like it's even harder to sit and watch someone. I'm not gonna lie, it's even harder to sit and watch somebody that did something wild to you. And watch them live their life peacefully and out of, I ain't gonna lie, peacefully. But, yeah, yeah, but I, mean, I this the, the, I agree, I agree, but it's like, I I, I guess I want to say it's the, how do I want to say? It? Okay, I look at it like this. I look at it like this. Like you know the young thug YSL situation, like the gang and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I personally feel like this if. All of y'all were a part of that gang activity. There is no, there's almost damn near no one higher than the other. You benefited from, you was all down with the gang. So now when the gang go down, you go down with them. They're trying to like peel themselves off and separate themselves. Like, oh, that wasn't me or whatever. Like That's so different. You no, know, what, what I'm saying is just the, the thought, what, what I'm saying is just the overarching idea mm-hmm. is that if you benefited or if you were a part of it, it's harder for me to you had to make a you had to make a good reason why I why you are separate from whatever else like why why are you separate from me if you weren't being held down against your will if you weren't being or if you weren't um in the right state of mind or if like if you're there willingly at the time if we're all adults we're all adults. Your reasoning, your how you feel in the moment is one. That's just a feeling. It's mm-hmm. just a feeling. Because the thing is, you feel one way, Diddy is feels another. And y'all feelings cancel out. And it's just that simple. Just because you feel one way and you decide to tell me first doesn't mean that his feeling on the situation is any different. I mean, it, it doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. You just told me yours. And then the same thing, just because you're telling me now, how do I know that you didn't t- that you told him in the moment? 
Yeah, I think I really wish we had a person with like a therapist background to explain the like because I think a lot of times people look at abuse as just like the physical aspect of it. It was like, oh, yeah, like he hit her. She hit him, blah, blah, blah. But it, it goes far beyond like that's why you like, again, you have them cycles where people just be in these situations. And but you're no, like, no. And don't like, again, don't get me wrong mm-hmm. as I said, I'm not in any way saying that if he abused her, he is with that, like he is without fault. But, but I'm saying, saying just, just because everything, just because you tell me a lot of things doesn't mean I have to castrate it for everything you tell me about. If you had these freak parties, so what you a freak. That's all, that's all I'm taking away from it. That's literally it. But when you tell like, hey, but he hit me, cool, go to jail. I really don't really need, you prove that, that he hit you, cool, go, that's fine. I don't, I'm not going to, just because he a freaky man, I'm not going <laughs> to, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything in my opinion going forward in the case. He's just a, he's just a freaky man. You he got to build he, the story he, up. No. Let me tell you I know. You're so funny you say that. Funny that you say that. Do you know that this is exactly what we were talking about with the Meg and Tori situation? When, when the statement was, why does Meg need to divulge everybody she slept with? And I said, you have to paint the picture. Those are my exact words. But what does her sleeping with other people have to do? You just said she got to paint the picture. You said that uh, the whole thing. But what is but what is Megan what is, it, what, what what is does, Megan sleeping with somebody have to do with him shooting her in the foot? What does Cassie going to these freak parties got to do with her Because rela- because that was it paints a picture of their relationship, huh? Huh? Literally said the exact same thing about Megan to her. No. Huh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> got her, everybody. No. Yeah. That's the, no. Got her. No, you did not. Got her. No. It's different. Uh-huh. It's not. Uh-huh. That's not because you. Okay. Well, t- no, tell me I'm wrong. I'll listen. In Meg's situation. I got everybody. No. In Meg's situation. Was that. That's not even something she willingly divulge right like i probably said that word wrong divulge she said talked about she didn't really want willingly want to go out and be like okay i had i did this this and that cassie just came forward and said these are the things like they didn't want her to divorce that she they didn't ask her that but she felt like that was a part of the story that needed to be told megan didn't feel like her sexual partners was a part of the story that needed to be told when because now but now we're because that was a part of Tori's defense that's part of Tori painting the picture so Tori's painting a picture that she had sex with everybody and so that's why he sh- shot her in the foot listen, like that don't listen, even make we, sense listen we already said that Tori had the worst defense under the sun I'm not a, I'm not agreeing with it I'm just saying that mm. We just used the same. We just carried the same logic on, on no. the same thing. Well, uh, and I keep saying, I wish I had the like the. No, you. We don't even need a therapist here because I I agree. I understand. I understand no, what I you're saying. No, I don't think you do. Is like in the relationship, like there are things that people will do. Okay. No, I agree. And it's not a like. I will, sound-minded choice. Let me say. Off an allegation alone, for my old lady, I would go out here and commit murder. She tell me, she tell me some shit, whatever. I really don't need to figure it out. I would go out here and do it. So I fully understand what you're saying. Like, you don't, hey, she said it. Like, I mean, that's why it's important who you pick. But at the same time, 
I go out here. She said, hey, he did something to me. She tell me like, hey, that man hit me. I ain't got to see it. I ain't got no, no, I ain't got to ask no question. I go out there and kill that man, right? I'm not talking about that. Well, what I'm saying is that I'm going to have to stand trial for killing that man. I got to be accountable for that action. It ain't about how, how I felt in the situation. I am accountable for killing that man. Her her feelings and her emotions, no matter how true they felt in the moment, that has nothing to do with my actions. Oh, you're talking about that. And I'm talking about abusive relationships, not just physical, mentally and all emotionally and all those types of things. I know it's hard to understand because if you're not that type of person, it's hard to it's hard to mm-hmm. see it, you know. So we gonna see. Now we gonna see. I mean, there's nothing. I don't. I don't personally feel like there's nothing to see, because you know we just had this back and forth. Like I, it's it's crazy that I really don't care about like their situation and stuff like that. It's really mm-hmm. nothing for me to, because because again, it's I, I really I really don't care because it's all about money. Like it, if it was about him going to jail, I feel like now we need to not we need to be a kid. Now it's now it's more serious. Now more serious because if it's about money, like it may not be thirty million dollars, maybe twenty million dollars. She'll go on about a business, and that's the end of that. So anyway, but uh, uh, what was the thing that we had went off about that one? That was a good one. I didn't even think it was gonna go off like that. Um, what's the thing you had a uh, we had talked about the the list or whatever? What had brought that on? What Yvonne or oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. So Yvonne Orji was on what was it a podcast? No. Yeah, I can't think of her name. This is lady. I actually like the lady too. I can't think of. Who yeah, she said she's thirty nine years old and still a virgin. Mm-hmm. But she said, but she still said she's sexually frustrated. Mm-hmm. Or I guess sexually sexual pent up energy. I am blown away by that. Um, some people say like, how does she have sexual energy or? Pent up energy if she's virgin. I, I, that's what they said. People are so silly. Because the thing is, like, I, I think what she's saying is that she's never had penetration, but I do not believe that means she's never done anything. So I, I totally understand, like, her having pent up sexual energy. I feel like she's living a rough life, too. Like, at this point, like, Cause you know what, Kyle ain't never had sex either. Who? Venus Williams. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't wow. Know. I think I don't know. If, I don't. Is 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 um is Yvonne saving herself for marriage? Is that the is that mm-hmm. the issue? Man, she needs to spend more time in the streets and less time on set. <laughs> you know she uh she dated this man um, Emmanuel. How you say his name? Acho. The sports analyst. Yeah. He's an interesting guy, man. He's weird to me. I, I've never been a big fan of him, but I mean, I ain't date him. So, you know. Yeah, he kind of get, he's one of the ones that has like, his his takes go like a little too far. So like, y'all, I'm so tired of talking about this list. But y'all know when that list came out, they talked about it on their show. And, um. They went through and were just talking about, you know, like women just wanting these things. And he made a comment. I couldn't find the actual TikTok. He made a comment saying that, you know, you can't start the bar up high because if you started up high, that's what she's always going to expect. So in my head, I'm like, so is it fair to assume 
that if you start down low, you just gonna keep it there too. Mm. I know that's not what he meant. Person, he might. I hope he didn't mean it like that. So it's like, <clears throat> it's like purposefully sandbagging. Yeah, like purposely. Let me start it down here, so you won't expect the most. If I start up here, I'm not. You know, like, and then mind you, the man was. I mean, was I guess in the NFL. Oh no, he ain't broke by no. That's what I'm saying. No that's means. what I'm saying. So you can't. And, not, and the thing about it, it's not even about the money, but to be in that position and still be like, to still be like, I'm gonna give you the least amount. Like that, I was texting y'all about. I don't care if he listens about my um that the man that hit me up about a a simple date. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Now what? Now what's the details of a simple date? He said, "Uh, he said he okay. I'm gonna get. We're gonna go slightly off script. Yeah. Go okay. Ahead. So, all right. So I met this man. Oh well, I met this man on Wednesday. I meet him, and um, I'm at you know my favorite place. If y'all know, y'all know. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, "Okay, let me walk you to your car." Boom. Asked for my number. Boom, boom, boom. He does a little pocket check. Oh, I ain't got my phone. I said, ooh, I'm gonna give you my number. He was like, well, just take my down and call me. I said, I'm not, I'm not gonna call you. I'm not gonna lie. He goes back and gets his phone, comes back, and he just had some type of knee surgery or something. <laughs> and so he hobbling back. He come back, get my number, text me third Friday morning. So it's Wednesday, text me Friday morning. And he woke up thinking about me. I said, Oh, he old. <laughs> so he asked me about my day. So I got a full day plan. Now, mind you, the full day plan was at the house. I mm-hmm. had stuff I need to do around here. And um, so then he goes, well, you know, I feel like we need to see each other soon. I said, sure. He was like, you know, I'm thinking something simple. That's when I had screenshot. I sent I said, what y'all think this man's going to go for? The man says, how about coffee and cigars? First of all, the question, where in Huntsville are we going to get coffee and cigars? Uh, listen, I, I smoke cigars all the time. I have never had both in the same city. I was like, first of all, you took the two things that's going to make your breath the worst. <laughs> and said, let's go do that. I didn't even, even think about I'm it. Like, but, oh, let me tell you, that, that cigar, your breath is atrocious. I know. After. And I, t- I told him, I was like, well, I don't, I was like, I'm not trying to be funny. I don't like, co- I don't drink coffee and I don't like to smell like cigar smoke. Now, I will be honest. This, we're talking first interaction. Somebody I really, really care about. There's some people that probably could be like, hey, we're going to sit on the patio and, you know, we've already had this relationship going and I'm going to smoke the cigar. I'm going to get pour me a drink. We're going to sit and talk. I don't smell like, I don't mind smelling like cigar with a man I really, you know, I know mm. and have built a relationship with. I don't know you. And then I don't know what we're going to do to that because you're just making stuff up right now. Mm. So then he comes back and was like, let's go to sip. And I'm like, or how about sip? And I'm like, okay, cool. And then he said, to like that day in two hours after I told him I was busy all day was that not rude uh, did he just try to say like whatever you had to? I know I'm thinking way too much into it he wasn't thinking all this but more than likely you know what happened what he probably didn't even like you saying you had a busy day or a full day he probably didn't even really commit it to memory yeah I about to say I just was like I don't know, I'm pretty busy today, so I come here to do that. He was like, no problem. And that was that. Now the 
<clears throat> the cigar and coffee thing is kind. I mean, it's basically a coffee date. Anyone to smoke cigars is is what it kind. I I actually want to ask him like, where did you plan where on the, where the like? I need actually a little more detail because I want to know. I I I like the combination of coffee and cigars, but I do that in my own home. That's the only way it happens. That's probably where. He, well, if he thought I was gonna come to his house, that's true. That's no, that's why. Nah, ain't no way, bro. It's it's twenty twenty three. Ain't no way. Niggas should be over there. There, no. I have met men that have said something like, "I don't look like I like I'm a, like especially older men. I don't look like you think I'm crazy. I don't like I'm a safe person. I'm like I don't know you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Maybe it's me and where I'm from and what I've seen. I, my concern is never with, or my thought process is never with me overpowering her at my house. It's like. I got nice shit and folks steal mm-hmm. or folks tell others what's in your house or better yet, I just don't want you knowing where I live just in case this shit goes sideways. Like I was never, ever one of the ones that was like first link up, come over to the crib. Absolutely not. Absolutely. You are crazy. And, and I was skittish about going over there. Cause you never know what you Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a me thing, but I was very much a uh, uh let's talk let's talk for a little while. Let me get a, let me get a feel for you. That'd be the part, yeah. But that whole list it was just so funny cuz all the list stuff and when he hit me with that something simple. I said, "Oh, here we go." I don't know, man. I, and I'm at the point now y'all are hearing this first. But well, actually my therapist heard it today, which I'm not like super sad after my therapy session. But um I thought I was like I still want to be married. I still want to like, you know, be with somebody else. But the, I see now why you see those older black women that be by themselves. Mm-hmm. The peace. Like when I, when we get done recording, <laughs> I'm going to take a shower. I'm gonna, I got this book I'm reading. I'm going to lay in bed, read my book. Mm-hmm. Fell asleep reading it last night. Peace. Mm-hmm. Nobody's not calling me. Mm-hmm. Nobody's not coming over. Like ain't lying to me. I ain't worried about what they doing, where they at. It's so peaceful. I can see. Well, for a guy like dating is pretty dope, but hmm? <laughs> for a guy dating is pretty dope. Oh, I bet. Oh, y'all do what, do what the y'all do what y'all want. It'd be the women that be sitting there like, you know, like they ain't like, who is that girl? Mm. I mean, you don't want to be like that. So, <clears throat> but you know what's so funny though? You say that. Like, like that's what you be doing. Like, you be sitting around in peace. The reason it be hard for niggas to like understand, comprehend that. Interesting, because that is not our lives at all. Like, we are not. We are pursuing, so therefore we actually like be kind of like on the prowl all the time. So it's something like. I used to always say that nobody's ever really single because somebody's always after somebody. So to hear the woman that you find attractive or that you like into say that they they don't have anything going on, it sounds like a lie. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a lie. I used I swear to you I used to think I used to think y'all were lying all the time, and I was literally like, "Why do they keep lying? Like, why do they keep telling the same lie?" On top of that, like everybody's just saying the same lie. Man, you know how wild it is to have a man tell you, "Like, I know you be out here all these do," and I'm like, "I, who 
am I out here with? Until you start talking to somebody like for real, for real, like being with them on the daily and you realize that like if they're not talking to you or if they're not or basically like their life is just as boring as they said it is. <laughs> like I had women that go to sleep early. Mm-hmm. I had women that stay, stay at work all kind of late. Mm-hmm. Women that will literally like turn off, like you just said, turn off their phone and read. In fact, yes. that was their thing. My phone's been on Do Not Disturb since 8.30. During the week, my phone goes on Do Not Disturb at 8.30. And that is my cue to start getting ready to go to bed. And I want to be in bed by like 9, so I give me a good period of time where I can read my book before I get too sleepy to go to bed so I can wake up in the morning. And men will literally text all day long. All day. We would do, we would text mid, we would, if, if in the dating period, get up. Send out your good morning text whoever need to get them because more than likely it's more than one. You're going to go to work. You're going to text in the morning time, whoever your, your morning text person is. Then you're going to go to lunch. You're going to text your, your lunch text person. Then you're going to go to the gym. You might make a little couple phone calls, do your text then. The nighttime, whoever is responding fastest, hey, don't. Boom, boom, boom. You're hitting them up all until you go to sleep. You might have three, four conversations going on at once. Mm-hmm. Or unless somebody get balls enough to call, then hell, that's who you talking to. You might put your AirPods in, talk to her while you texting somebody else. So that's why it'd be like so much kind of going on. Mm-hmm. And and no, and these are like active pursuits. Like motherfuckers trying to get somewhere. So it's just like you know, if you like the one that they like, like, be like, damn, I ain't the first one here, so I know it's another. Like you, you feel like you got to outrun the nigga before you. You like, nah, I ain't no niggas here. Like bullshit. It's a nigga just lying and wait. <laughs> Y'all be lying. Y'all be lying. I mean, what? What? Anyway, I, man, hour and a half. Wow. On the pod, mm. we gave y'all some shit today, man. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I really, I really do love our back and forth. Hmm. We're a pretty good podcast. Like, I mean, hey, we like the like the the best podcast in the city because we're like where we're cold. Co best podcast with our with our cousins over there at Suburban Podcast. Shout out to them. Y'all go follow them, leave reviews. That's what we need to start asking for. Hey, bro, if y'all listen to this, go leave a review. If you like it, love it. If you don't like it, pretend like you do and leave a good review anyway. The stars are free, five stars. We'd really like that. Mm-hmm. Guys watching, and Christmas is on the way. It is. That could be our Christmas gift. We would appreciate it. So, uh, shout out to us. Shout out to Suburban. You got anything you need to talk about? Got coming up or? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to hold it so bad. When I say she just yawned out in the mic. <laughs> I opened my mouth to say something, and y'all stayed up past my bedtime for y'all. For y'all. For y'all. Well, uh, I'm Bird. Man, I'm April D. And this has been another episode of the Black Car Podcast. Thank you for listening. And mama, sorry for cussing. <laughs>